Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another East Tennessee Fishing Report with Ellis Ward. How you doing, Ellis? I'm doing well, Marv. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and we were talking before we started recording, and spring is starting to show up a little bit early in East Tennessee. Yeah, it's it's going to be upper 60s today, and... Um, couple days ago yeah it cooled down a little bit for a few days but a couple days ago i was fishing in t-shirt shorts and bare feet pretty amazing yeah it is yeah and so uh, so what are you seeing on the water well i am pretty pretty vocally and obviously um into the you know the lake fish for the last couple weeks and um maybe another week or two they they sort of start to settle down a little bit and then the the lake actually starts coming back up and for for context for those unfamiliar with these waters it's the two tailwaters that we're talking south holston draining into boone lake which drops 30 feet in the winter for flood control and a couple other reasons um so the the lake run browns will move up for spawning then they move back down and their habitat in the lake um is effectively at this point river uh, we get a couple extra miles of river in the winters and they're just you know in and even in the river proper they're they're kind of holding um in the lower ends of the south holston and, and the wataga and yeah, it, it's it can be a lot of fun. It, it it can be pretty tough, but um, the good days are really good. As far as you know, other activity on the water, I've been really surprised at a few of the days that have been warm, um, with some good cloud cover and not a whole lot of bug activity. But you know, the typical blooming days of you know, mid forties, um, good cloud cover, maybe some rain. There are a lot of happy fish and, you know, we won't have a whole lot of pressure on the rivers for another, I'll get a little spring break push, but another six, six to eight weeks. Um, so they're, they tend to be more willing this time of year, even, even if it's fewer bugs or even if they're smaller. Um, but you know, seeing daffodils and, some of these lows, the, the quote-unquote cold days are, are looking more, you know, a couple degrees warmer as we start looking into the 10-day forecast. Um, not going to be too long until we start getting little caddis and sulfurs and then the big caddis. And, yeah, spring's it's getting me excited, if you can't tell. Yeah, and I would say you're probably, what, about um, six weeks from the big caddis on the Watauga? Oh, uh, you know, it depends. Last last year, that was about right, maybe maybe seven, which is pretty early. Um, late April, mid to late April is kind of a good, um, that's a good range. And it's really, you know, two weeks or so that, that it's spitting bugs out type bugginess. Last year was the water was so low for so long starting in the winter and then in through the 
you know, as the days started getting longer, sun higher in the sky for more hours, all that, um, had some hot days and it really, because the water was, there was just no generation, maybe some pulses for, for months and months and months. So it was a good week plus maybe two weeks earlier than even the, the earlier end of that mid to late April. So yeah, six to eight weeks away from that, I'd say. Awesome. And I got a question for you from Ryan. He wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the effects of pressure systems on Tennessee fisheries. And if you see any patterns. Yeah. Um, Where to begin and how to cover one or two things in a limited period of time. Yes, there are effects. Uh, I'm going to stick with just the low and high and kind of provide some highlights. I, I'm not really a firm believer in anything until I have, especially related to fishing until I have data and a lot of fishing is just getting onto the water. And so, you know, to not fish because it's a high pressure system or big skies or windy and all that, there's still bite windows and, and those, you know, the pressure within a day, even if it's a high pressure system, you you could have that barometer could be ticking down. It could be flattening out. It could be spiking coming down. You know, that could happen um, multiple times in different directions throughout the day. So there's bite windows still happen. Um, It's, it's pretty rare that there's just a, front to back bad day. Uh, but I will say most of those are related to the big skies and high pressure. So as far as patterns and how the low pressure, um, which is going to be the front end of a a quote unquote front, it's going to be, you know, the day that rain's coming in where you, you look on the, on AccuWeather or whatever. And you, you start seeing we're in that right now here. Um, you start seeing temps sort of rise and you also start seeing the lows, the variance, the, the high versus the daily low that starts to shrink a little bit um, as things get more humid and become more temperate. And then, you know, on, I think it's Friday or Saturday, you'll get this drop and um that that's the the other end of the pressure so what happens with the low pressure coming in typically it coincides with cloud cover um which is a you know that's it's huge for dry fly fishing um really for any type of fish activity and you know they they don't want to expose themselves every time they eat it's a risk. So they don't want to expose themselves to anglers, ospreys, otters. Um, so any disruption in the sky is a good thing. Um, there's, you know, there's some other theories uh, around the low pressure, but I, I think that it'll end up being a couple hours from now if we start getting into all of them. Um, so I, I would say that, you know, summary is the, those, the day or two before you see that, shift from increasing temperatures to a drop um low or flat winds maybe with some spikes as things are moving in but low and flat winds cloud cover um falling barometer 
those are the times, and it, it's not just streamer fishing. Th- those are the times to be on the water um, for, you know, especially with these tailwaters, because that might be the only variance they see. It's it's crystal clear, it's same temperatures. Um, so those those changes are are really felt. Yeah, got it. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can DM us uh, on social media. You can shoot us an email, whatever's easiest for you. If we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. You're in a drawing for two days of fishing with Ellis and a night at the Watauga Lodge. Um, And Ellis, before I let you go, um, I suspect you've been fishing too much to have any bucktail updates. But if you do, you want to share those and then let folks know how to find you and fish with you. Yeah, your suspicion is absolutely correct, which is exactly how I want to be living my life. So, um, you know, I'm I'm sending tales out to folks that are reaching out, but um, you can do that either at at Flyzotics or um, Ellis Ward Guides on Instagram, and then um, making some modest updates to the website. Um, not, nothing that's gonna be more informative than giving me a call but the website's elliswardflies.com um and uh, as always the best way to ask about trips ask about what's going on what will be going on is um texting or calling at 513-543-0019 uh well there you go well listen folks you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines ellis thanks marv